you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Cajun Conservative. Where I go ahead, I talk about life, I talk about liberty, yes, I talk about the pursuit of happiness. And yes, showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. I hope everyone had a good day today. Well, good day, good week. Good evening, or whenever you're listening to the podcast, I hope you are enjoying yourself wherever you are. Man, oh, another another great week for the Cajun Conservative, you could say. I went ahead and got some um, got some good news stories this week. And look, folks, this is one of them weeks where the media just goes ahead and helps you out. Really, it, 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 you know, a lot of people are like, well, Isaac, you know, what are you talking about? What, you know, it, it's there's some weeks I'm looking and I'm like, man, I cannot find a new story to save my life. But then there's some of these news weeks that I, I go to and I'm just like, whoa, they just give me news stories. And look, it's not it's not always like that. It's not always to where I struggle to find news stories. But, you know, it, it's real nice to go ahead and just it, not have an easy week. But it's when stuff is just given to you, like out of the blue, you're like, whoa, it's just amazing. But anyway. If you have not yet, hit that subscribe button uh, on Apple, Google, Spotify, and many other platforms. Just go ahead and type up the Cajun Conservative Show on Google search or Yahoo search. And all my websites are going to come up, the Cajun Conservative Show.wordpress.com. And um, I'm also on Rumble. Go ahead and find me on Rumble. You can go ahead and do that. Uh, just typing up the Cajun Conservative Show. So I want to go ahead and show you something right here. And this is going to be coming from Savage 5050's reaction to the verdict of the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And um, let me go ahead and get get everything ready to go. But yeah, so um, so this week, like I said, we it was really, really interesting because Kyle Rittenhouse had this told to him yesterday on the platform. Just listen to this, guys. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? So as you can tell, Kyle Rittenhouse was very emotional. If you're watching on Rumble, I just showed the video of this man getting read his not guilty verdict. Now, I brought this story out last week. I started saying how I was stu- uh, I started keeping an eye out on this because ladies and gentlemen, what this young man did 
in as saying as for self-defense, he didn't do nothing wrong. I made the comment that if a man would come with me with a piece of lumber, oh, they didn't come with a piece of lumber, Adam. I was like, well, a skateboard's a piece of lumber. Come on. Or a man points a gun at my face and I have a weapon, I'm going to defend myself. Or if an idiot that's running down the street telling me, hey, I'm going to go ahead and kill you and call him the N-word. Which, like I say, if you look at the hypocrisy of this, black people don't like white people calling them that, but it's okay for black people to call white people that. You, 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 this, this verdict was correct, folks. This, this, this verdict right here. The jury did their job. You, you, we was hearing speculations of, of, of people that were saying it was going to be a hang jury. Um, they were going to find something out. They were asking about the gun. It came down to gun laws, which that wasn't the vote. Gun laws weren't even supposed to be part of this trial. Now, the sixth count that was dismissed earlier in the week, that's they took that away because they were trying to say that a 17-year-old can't have a firearm. Come to find out that he could. Also, if you hear the stories, I'm still hearing that uh, Juan Williams from Fox News said that last night. How dare we need to fix our gun laws? How dare a young man that was like a vigilante come out and, and go across state lines with a firearm? I can't believe this happened. But his dad lived in Kenosha. Now, we got some results. Uh, we got some news articles that I, I, I pulled up last night. And at the time of this recording, Kyle Rittenhouse has only been acquitted for one day. But Biden went ahead and made a comment about the... the, the now, this is the thing, folks. I, I, I just really can't... Remember the Derek Chauvin case? When the, uh, the verdict came back that he was guilty of all counts... And you heard the media and you heard the left. This is a great day. Our society has, has put down a white supremacist, which Derek Chauvin was not never proven to be a white supremacist. But don't you remember the reaction? This is a great day in America. The justice system has served. The jury the jury put down the, the penalty. This is a great day. Our judicial system is great. But when something don't go their way... Now, look, don't get me wrong, folks. On the Derek Chauvin case, looking at all the evidence, and I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know why they went ahead and pulled uh, did this, but I thought that Derek Chauvin should have just got away with manslaughter. But they, they charged him with murder. And the jury, look, every conservative said this, even if they disagreed with it, that the jury had spoken. Now, we did have some, some, some thoughts of maybe the jury was influenced, by the media that could have been but ladies and gentlemen the jury went ahead and made a decision in the Derek Chauvin case but the media don't don't go ahead and and take the results of this verdict why do I say that according to Fox News Biden calls for calm but says Rittenhouse not guilty verdict leaves him angry and concerned why you didn't get the verdict you wanted Top Democrats called for Justice Departments to intervene in the Rittenhouse case. It's too late. Conduct federal review. Colin Kaepernick and Bubba Williams, 
You, if you don't know who that is, Colin Kaepernick is the former NFL quarterback, and uh, Bubba Williams was the man that said he had a noose hanging in his garage, which was a rope, a pull rope. Colin Kaepernick said, "We just witnessed a system built on white supremacy." Ben validated the terrorist acts of a white supremacist. Colin, Colin Kaepernick said. He got flat back for this, by the way, from Ben Soprino and other ones. So, but folks, now Bubba Williams also got, I'm trying to look for Bubba Williams' quote. Can't find it at the moment. But it, it's kind of funny, folks, that just a while back when Derek Chauvin was getting charged with murder and he was found guilty. It was the greatest thing in the world. It was the greatest thing in the world. Our justice system figured out what was going on. Now, we also had the media go ahead and and make some claims for this right here. Let's go ahead and find some. Um, Members of the liberal media, this is according to Fox News, were unable to comprehend the acquittal of Kyle Rittenhouse, whose jury found was not guilty of all five charges against him. This is from the uh, uh, New York Times, Nicole Nicole Hannah-George Jones. In this country... You can't even kill white people and get away with it if those white people are fighting for black lives. That's a New York Times magazine, 1619. A CNN contributor, Anna Novaro, felt compelled to tie Rittenhouse's verdict to unrelated cases as a stark reminder of inequality. Rittenhouse killed two men with a AR-15 found not guilty. Tama Rice uh, Tama Rice was shot by police for having a toy gun. Christopher Belter raped four girls given no jail time. Two men were exonerated after serving decades for, for uh, Malcolm X murder. They did not commit, Nero tweeted. Now, hold on, folks. I got a question to ask this, okay? And my good friend Scott Ford from the Scott Ford Show brought this out, and it makes sense. Because I heard I, Ron, Ron Williams, like I said, I don't know why this dude's on Fox News. CNN probably was glad to have him on. But Ron Williams made this claim last night that if this was a black boy or a black man, he would go ahead and get treated totally different. He would get treated totally different than how Cal Rittenhouse was treated. Don't they remember that there was a young black man that went ahead into a school and shot unarmed People in Texas, just a couple of months ago, the young man had a $75,000 bond and he's out on, he's out on bail right now. <gasps> really? So, so if it was a, if it was a black child it would be different. According to the Daily Wire, D- uh, Democrat Cory Bush faced backlash for claiming judge, jury and Rittenhouse. Are all white supremacists. Ladies and gentlemen, do you see the comparison right here of this trial? The Democrats praise our justice system when it's in favor for them. 
But when it goes ahead and goes against what they teach, or when it goes against their narrative, when rightfully so, it should have. They claim it as white supremacy. Claiming the judge, jury, and Rittenhouse are all white supremacists. This is Cori Bush. Now, I'm gonna give I'm gonna say this, folks. This is just from last night that I pulled for prep this morning. I have, I'm, I'm looking at Fox News right now. First off, they had unrest in America last night. Protesters are, protests erupt from New York to California after Rittenhouse acquittal of all charges. Now, folks, this is the thing. I, I got a question to ask the media. I, I really, I really would like the media to answer these questions for me. Do you think if Kyle Rittenhouse was found guilty that his protesters would have been out last night rioting and looting? Oh, Isaac, there was no no report of that. Yes, there was. Riders smash windows, damage police cars as unrest grips Portland after Rittenhouse verdict. Left foot, uh, left foot, uh, light foot sends condolences to men's Rittenhouse shot. Calls for action, reckless and dangerousness. She calls for it, folks. Now, this is Democrats. Brooklyn Bridge protesters kneel for those shot by Kyle Rittenhouse after acquittal. Now, this is all from Fox. This is, this is, these are this morning news articles, by the way. California BLM supporter accused of driving into a crowd. Had her rights violated during hearing judge's rule. Wait, what? So this woman, this, 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 this BLM supporter... Thought her rights were violated because Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm going to uh, one more, one more before I go. Harris, this is Kamala Harris, which we're going to talk about later on, by the way. Rittenhouse verdict shows that there is a lot more work to do on criminal justice equality. They weren't saying this, folks, when Derek Chauvin was found guilty. Ladies and gentlemen, are, are you just are you just seeing this? Or are this here the hypocrisy of this, folks? You you you're hearing you're hearing that the left is upset because the justice system that has found men and women innocent and guilty for hundreds of years go ahead and prove that a young man was innocent. I don't think I need to go into much details. If you want to find out my views on the Kyle Rittenhouse case, you can listen to last week's episode or the episode before. I think it's episode 55. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this verdict was right. Cause it goes into a little bit more detail in the last couple of minutes I have in this segment. Kyle Rittenhouse was was doing his second amendment right. He was he was fulfilling his second amendment right. Kyle Rittenhouse did not do nothing wrong in my opinion. And I even got on my on on my Facebook page when I shared a quote one of my listeners saying how he should be put in jail cuz he murdered people, he crossed state lines and he did all this stuff. Like I said, his father lived in Kenosha, so that gives him some right. He had that. He had a parent that lived in uh, Wisconsin. 
And there's nothing wrong with trying to defend yourself. Yes, should he been at the riots? Yes, you can make an argument for all that. But that was not put on trial. This man was put on trial, or this young boy, Rittenhouse, was put on trial because three men threatened him, and he executed his right as an American citizen to go ahead and protect himself. A lot of commentators believe that this was an attack on the Second Amendment. Because you see, folks, a lot of the people that, that, that are making these statements that are quoted today don't like the Second Amendment. And this shows why the Second Amendment was put into place. David Borden from Wall Builders wrote a little pamphlet book that I have called and entitled The Second Amendment. A majority of our founding fathers believed that the Second Amendment was there to, to, to protect your God-given right. Ladies and gentlemen, the way that it's sounding like, and look, if you heard the prosecutor last week, I believe it was last Monday, made a quote and said that Kyle Rittenhouse forfeited his right to self-defense when he brought the gun to Kenosha. Ladies and gentlemen, he bought it to protect himself. That is the Second Amendment. That prosecutor needs to go back to law school. Kyle Rittenhouse did not do anything wrong. But the left is upset because this trial right here proved that our Constitution at work. I think the jury did a great job. A lot of people say, as Corey Bush said, this was white supremacy. And people think that their rights were violated because the the, the, the justice system played out fairly. I don't even know why it took three to four days. It took a total of 26 hours for them to deliberate all the evidence. There was five counts. I understand that. But ladies and gentlemen, this right here, the the, the left's reaction to this proves that they don't want to go ahead and have a fair justice system. They want to, they want a Marxist, uh, ter- um, um, they want a Marxist type of government where they, they control everything. And that's what this is about. They're upset because their narrative did not get played out right here. I'll be right back after the, uh, this short message. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative. Again, if you're in the Lafayette, Bro Bridge, New Iberia, oh, let's say it, around the whole Cadiana area, call Hayes' Dump Truck Service. 
um, good company and great people. Uh, I, I was born to them, so I, hey, some great. <laughs> no, my parents are some great people, fair people, and um, love the Lord and everything like that. So if you're in that area and you need some material, gravel, sand, whatever, go ahead and give them a call. Great people, great, great atmosphere. We're honest. A lot of people in that line of business. Eh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Anyway, a little bit back on the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Like I said, folks, the, the, the left is showing their true colors right here. I understand when people get upset when they lose an election. I understand that you you might be disappointed that it did not go your way. But like I said, from New York to, to California, there was riots and there were protests all over this nation last night. Like that's going to change something anyway, because the verdict has already been put down. And this is what's good about our justice system. You just don't have a judge listening to everything. It's one person making the, the, the choice. You have 12 people, 12 of your peers, your normal citizens that are that have to go ahead and decide if you're guilty or you're not guilty. This was all unanimous decisions, by the way, too. It, it, look, you, you could not look at those videos or look at the evidence and say this man was guilty. But you have people that have college educations like Bubba Williams and Colin Kaepernick and Corey Bush and all these people that uh, Bill de Blasio from New York that is saying, oh, no, the evidence was clear he murdered these people. Which they say one of the victims in court said he didn't shoot me until I pointed a gun at him. So ladies and gentlemen, isn't that self-defense? It's clear as day. But the left goes ahead. And like I said, I understand about being disappointed that the, the verdict didn't go the way you thought it was. But ladies and gentlemen, the reason we have riots and the reasons we have these dangerous protests, as they say, it's because of all the politicians I just mentioned right here. Starting from the president on down. The president, the vice president, Corey Bush, Colin Kaepernick, Bubba Williams, um, Jerry Nadler. All these politicians that are saying that this is wrong and we need to investigate and we need to do all this. It's stirring up people. Instead of going on there and saying the jury has spoke, yes, we do not like what they said, but the jury spoke, we're going to live by that. No, we're going to go ahead and we're going to riot. No, we're going to go ahead and, and, and say we need investigations. Ladies and gentlemen, just imagine this. If the Republican Party was still in charge, just imagine. And we said, and this was totally opposite. And we would go ahead and call for violence like the Democrats are doing now. Or call for investigations like this. They'll call us conspiracy theorists. They'll call us insurrectionists. They would call us everything in the book because I learned something about our political system, folks. It's kind of weird. The Republican Party can't cry wolf, but the Democrats are going to call them crying wolf. But the Democrat Party goes ahead and, and, and lies and cheat and do whatever. And the Republican Party try calling them out. They're hide by the media. And they're justified. See, this was justified, these riots last night and, and all this stuff that's going on. Like I said, the day that I record this is the day after the trial. This is all, but to them, this is all justified. 
This is all justified. What happened last Friday, it's all justified. Uh, them rioting Friday night and them protesting. And, and look, it's kind of funny, folks. These people do not protest during the day. They go ahead and do it at night where nobody can see their faces. They're justified because the jury, the judge, and, of course, Rittenhouse are all white supremacists. Fun little fact, the judge in the case was appointed by a Democrat. <gasps> really? Well, that means the Democrat that put him in office, I believe it was Bill Clinton, must have been a, a white supremacist. Oh, Isaac, don't say that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is outrageous. This is, in my opinion, this, this should have, this, first off, this should have never went to trial. But these Democrats that are calling for Kyle Rittenhouse to uh, the, the 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 trial to be revisit it, it it's disturbing to me. I'm going to quote our president of the United States. This makes me very angry and concerned. Not about Rittenhouse being acquitted, but that the Democrat-led House and Senate and presidency are all concerned about this all right let's go ahead and tackle another topic right here and if i had to title this segment i would call it the 23 rhino republicans give what the democrats want why do i say that because last thursday night into friday morning the house of representatives went ahead and passed the Build Back Better plan that Joe Biden, the spending bill that Joe Biden put into place. Every Republican voted against it. The squad, the six members that really wanted $3.5 trillion, sided with the Democrat Party. I don't believe they had one Democrat voted against it. I would have to look and see. But ladies and gentlemen, before you start griping and complaining, I'm going to tell you a fun, interesting fact in watching this this week. The Build Back Better plan should have never passed the House of Representatives. It is going to the Senate, and where Joe Manchin has already said he sees a lot of things wrong with it, so they want to go ahead and revise it. Christian Cinema already said that she sees a lot of things wrong with it, and she's probably going to visit the issue soon. At this point, I don't put my faith in a lot of Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema. Yes, they have been doing that. They have been helping the Republican Party out by stopping this bill. But I've learned at the end of the day that Democrats usually side with Democrats. I don't care if you're a moderate or you're a progressive, you're going to side with the Democrat Party. That's something the Democrat Party has that the Republican Party really don't have. It's unity. And understanding of what's what's their agenda. It, the Democrat Party has, in my opinion, the wrong agenda. The wrong policies and all that like that. But at least they stick together. Us Republicans, and I hate to say I am one at the moment, really, really don't hold together. 
Why do I say that? Because as I said a while ago, this bill should have never passed the House of Representatives. But because you have 13 Republicans that voted for the infrastructure bill that was blocking this bill, the Democrats got this pushed forward. See, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a little bit of history. The, the reason these bill it passed the Senate, and that was because of 10 rhino Republicans, including my own state senator, Bill Cassidy, along with Mitt Romney, Ben Sass, and many others, part of the 10, that voted for with the Democrats. Because remember, the, the Republicans went ahead and put a filibuster, but 10 Senate Republicans said, we're going to side with the Democrat Party. See, this bill wasn't supposed to be passed because it went through a filibuster. That was the bill that went through the filibuster. Now they're doing this with uh, reconciliation that all you need is 51 votes. That's why Joe Manchin and Christian Sinema is so important right now. But the Republicans went ahead and, and helped them, and they went to the and they went to the House of Representatives, where no Republican was supposed to vote for it. But thirteen Republicans, so a total of twenty three Republicans, just hurt the nation by passing this infrastructure bill. When the infrastructure bill got into the House of Representatives, the progressives said it wasn't enough. What they wanted to do was pass the Build Back Better uh, Build Back Better plan. Then it was going to pass the infrastructure bill. Nancy Pelosi kept on pushing back, pushing back, pushing back the date for the vote. Because like I said, though, it was stopped. So that stalled the infrastructure bill and the Build Back Better bill. Now, ladies and gentlemen, all the Republicans had to do was hold their own and stay close-knit together. And not vote to say no on all the measures. The infrastructure bill and the Build Back Better bill wouldn't have passed. But as the day is long, Republicans, again, as I said, 13 Republicans sided with the Democrats. Going against their leadership. And voted for this bill. The infrastructure bill. But now that the infrastructure bill is going to be signed, that was signed by the president last Monday, the Build Back Better plan had easy access going through. Because the progressives really didn't have nothing to fight for. See, as long as the infrastructure bill was in the House, they could tell the, the, the House of Representatives, hey, raise the, raise the price tag on the Build Back Better plan. But now that the bill was passed, it, we, we have nothing to lose, a little bit of money at least. Ladies and gentlemen, I lay this all at the foot, at the feet of the Republican Party. Kevin McCarthy and the turtle. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the, the, the Republican Senate name. All I remember is the turtle. Mitch McConnell. Did not. Did, apparently, they're, 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 they hold everyone together. Now, what gets me, folks, and this is how they're trying to cover their tail a little bit. The 13 Republicans are upset. I saw an article earlier in the week that commentators like myself and bigger names like Tucker Carlson and all, all the Mark Levin and even some of their colleagues in the House 
are bashing them and are, are making them feel bad because oh they voted this way they, this is good for America why 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 are funny why are they attacking us like that because you did a boneheaded move oh they shouldn't be but I don't, I don't know why they attack us when they're gonna vote for the build back better plan see they cover their tail folks they're trying to cover their tail because you see they voted for that bill but they're not gonna vote for the next one See, the worst was way worse, so we're not going to vote for that one. Sometimes I don't think the Republican parties have brains. Or some of the Republicans don't have brains in the House and the Senate. Bill Cassidy has been running around this state and all over the country on the news media saying the Build Back Better plan ain't part of the infrastructure bill. But the Repo- the Democrats started saying this week, this is p- we passed the first part. Of Biden's Build Back Better plan. Also, the Democrats didn't want to wait, and this should have this should have told some of the Republicans, "Hey, this is red flags." The Republic, the Democrat Party, didn't want to wait for the CBO ranking, whatever, which I think it said that it's going to add to the debt one trillion to two trillion dollars or something like some some news analysts and some are uh, economists are saying this is going to raise our debt to five trillion dollars. Now, according to uh, according to uh, Joe Biden, this ain't gonna this ain't gonna raise no 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 this ain't gonna raise taxes on the middle class. This isn't gonna raise this ain't gonna raise the debt to no. This is all paid for because of the rich. This is gonna make sure the rich pay their fair share. I'm not the greatest economist out there, but normally when you tax big corporations. They go ahead and add that onto their product, so that pays their taxes. So in reality, this is a tax hike on the middle class. Also, if they go ahead and do things, oh, it's not, oh if you make $400,000 a year, you ain't going to feel the effect. Baloney. Infrastructure is raising, uh, inflation is raising as high as can be right now. You're not hearing that much about that on the news media, though. So when these Republicans come out and run for the 2022 election, they're going to go ahead and say, we're not raising taxes. We're on your side. Those 13 rhinos should be voted out of office. And that is including the, I'm going to include the 10 senators. All 23 of these Republicans that, that are trying to say they're fighting for the American people. All need to be voted out, folks. And and see, folks, this is the bad thing about all this. This wipes away everything that happened in Virginia. In Virginia, we had a red wave like no other. I believe it's the last 12 years they had. This is the first time in 12 years that a Republican, the Republicans have taken over all control of uh, West Virginia. Virginia, Virginia's red right now, folks. You had a you had a, a governor in New Jersey that that won by the skin of his teeth. You you had a truck driver, a Republican truck driver, beat the second most powerful Democrat in New Jersey. That that Democrat said that this was a red wave. You can't you can't argue the facts. And when people start saying, yes, we have some hope in America that the Republican Party is going to go ahead and take over and do right. You have these stupid, ignorant, 
13 fools of Republicans do a boneheaded move like this. It, it, just, it just don't make sense. It don't, it don't make sense. That, that you, you, you see what the country, what the country don't want. And you still going to go ahead. America's Americans didn't want this infrastructure bill passed. They knew that this bill would, would, would hurt Americans. But instead they sided with the leftist Marxist communistic Democrats. And because they sided with them on that infrastructure bill and, and trying to make the American people realize that bill was good, but we're not going to vote for the next one. So you should trust us. No, ladies and gentlemen. No, I, I, I hope them. I hope wherever these, I know a lot of them are from New York, but because of 23 rhino Republicans, the Democrats got their way. And it's sad for, it's sad that our country, especially the for the Republican party that is mostly conservative and the American people don't want these bills, but our federal government is trying to cram it down our throat. I'll be right back. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative. Talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a guide on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. everybody welcome back to the third and final segment of the cajun conservative show ladies and gentlemen this is what i feel about the republican party right now everything they just did this week on, on this infrastructure on this build back better plan that they really helped push by but yeah none of them did vote for it. we're going to reiterate that but they by voting for the infrastructure bill the 13 republicans again in the 20 in the 20 the 10 Republicans in the Senate, they helped pass this Build Back Better plan. And because of that, I think it really wipes out everything that happened in Virginia. Because you got to realize, why did why did the Republicans win in Virginia? Because everybody says this, this is a foreshadowing of what's going to happen in the midterm elections. The Democrat Party has been failing ever since the beginning of this year. And that's why people voted Republicans in the office. Yes, they, they did focus on education. Youngkin did a great job campaigning on education and all, all kind of other stuff. But the, 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 the Virginians were upset because of all kind of other things that happened. 
And if you go ahead and use this as a referendum of what's going to happen in the midterm elections and that people don't like the Build Back Better plan and the infrastructure plan, why well, go ahead and help push it through? But instead of doing what their constituents want, the Republicans party did totally opposite. Hey guys, we are, you know, Hey, we, we, we won in Virginia and they don't like big tech. They don't like big government, like infrastructure and all that, which, which we're trying to push. Hey, let's go ahead and do it. It's going to, it's going to be good. We're going to win it anyway in 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just, uh, this is, this is just, a. Uh, um, it's a big, it's a big cluster to be honest with you. I think Republicans, especially the 23 that, that, as I said, need, they need to get voted out. It's just, it's just that bottom line. All right, moving on. So Biden went ahead this week. It was on Wednesday. Asked the federal trade commission to go in and investigate all and gas companies. Why, you may ask, because he believes they are at fault for the high gas prices. On the article by the Daily Wire, he said there's evidence that there is some, that the, the oil field companies are raising gas prices on purpose. He might feel that they're raising gas prices to hurt his presidency, because you see, this is all reflecting back on the president of the United States. The president of the United States went ahead, the, our current president, President Joe Biden, cut the Keystone Pipeline, which Trump put into place. He also went ahead and he shut down some permits or he revoked some permits that gave oil field companies to the chance to drill in places like the Gulf of Mexico, right off the coast of Louisiana. He went ahead and did that, folks. And he, his administration a couple of weeks ago announced that they were thinking about shutting down a pipeline, a gas pipeline in Michigan. But Biden, of course, is passing the buck saying that he's not at fault. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason you have high gas prices right now is because of the president of the United States. And I can hear my friends on the left saying, Isaac, how dare you? You're a conservative. You're always going to criticize the president. Everything's his fault. Okay, I understand your point on that because y'all criticize every Republican out there in the book. But ladies and gentlemen, this, this does not fall on, this does not fall on the oil and gas companies. Now, the Federal Trade Commission is probably going to go ahead and try to make it like that. Hey, it ain't Biden's fault. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't Kamala Harris's fault. It is the oil field company because they're raising gas prices. And these big, evil mean uh, corporations, these gas corporations are nothing more than money-hungry slobs. It can't be Biden's fault. It can't, it can't be. It, it, according to the left, it can't be Biden's fault. Ladies and gentlemen, Biden is trying his best to climb out of a 36% approval rating. He's trying to come out of, 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 as far as my, in my opinion, the worst president of the United States ever. And I thought nobody could be Jimmy Carter. But when, and, and look, this is showing how weak the president of the United States is. 
instead of taking the blame and say, look, I made poor decisions. I'm going to probably reverse my decisions to make the gas prices go down. Something that simple, you know, look, to be honest, I respect men more and women. If they make a mistake and they own up to the mistake, if Biden would come out tomorrow or Monday or whenever and say, you know, I'm, I, I made a mistake. I made some bad choices as a president. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and reverse my, my I'm going to go ahead and reverse what I was thinking to help the American people. I would respect Biden 10 times more. But Biden saying this, that, hey, it is the, the big oil field companies or the big gas companies fault because of your gas prices raising high shows me how weak this individual is. I respect the presidency. I respect the president. I just, it just, it's, you observing this and you're seeing how weak this individual is. And I think that's one of the reasons why he's sitting at a 36, uh, 36% uh, percent approval rating. Now I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next topic because CNN had a report this week that there is this function going on in the white house right now between Kamala Harris and the president of the United States. If you look at Joe Biden's, I just mentioned his 36% approval rating. You might say, well, how can it get worse than that? You have a vice president right now that's sitting at the lowest poll in the United States history of a vice president is sitting at 28% approval rating. Where has Kamala Harris been? Everybody's been asking that question. Uh, she went to the border where it wasn't that bad. Look, y'all, the border ain't that bad. But she didn't, she, uh, I think she went to El Paso or something like that. But if you go closer down like the San Antonio stuff, they're passing all the time through there. At least Kamala Harris went to the border, but she's been dodging every time. I think she only went once. Kamala Harris was, this is my, my, my view of Kamala Harris. This is why Kamala Harris was put into place. I think the far left knew that Joe Biden wouldn't make it to, to the next term. There's, there's rumors out there that Joe Biden ain't even thinking about running for a second term. They were thinking either two things. One, if Joe Biden would quit early, which Friday he went ahead and gave his presidential duties to Kamala Harris for him to go take a physical. That was out of the blue. If I'm, I wasn't, I don't think it was, I think they maybe announced it late Thursday, but it wasn't on the agenda for the Friday for the president of the United States. Because folks, this is the president of the United States. Everything is planned way in advance. His interviews, his, everything is just, everything is planned, supposed to be planned in early event, way in advance. The purpose of that is, is to, to go ahead and to set up security teams, to set up things that need to be done. But that, I think that was last minute. Now we have, I've, I, I haven't seen any, um, I haven't seen any results for that, uh, that, that physical yet, but we're going to see. But Kamala Harris was placed there to take over for Biden when he would either exit stage right or whatever he would he he would as he said early in the campaign have form a disease where he had to leave. And, and and Kamala Harris was and also Kamala Harris was supposed to be that fifty one vote in the Senate because remember the Senate split fifty fifty. Now, also, they, they, I think they were trying to prop her up for a presidential race. I honestly feel they wanted Kamala Harris before Joe Biden. 
So they got Joe Biden, so they put Kamala Harris in there. I th- I, in, true rea- in, in true reality, and that might be happening still, I honestly felt that Kamala Harris was going to do majority of the presidential work. But anyway, and CNN went ahead with an article last Sunday. If you remember my episode, I said I was gonna, uh, I wanted to deal with that, but I, I didn't, I didn't have the time to, and I was gonna deal with it this week. In that article, it did, it, it showed a bad light on Kamala Harris. It showed how Kamala Harris was frustrated that she, she, she couldn't do certain things politically. Um, they, they, they mentioned how the, 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 the Biden, uh, people and the Harris people are conflicted with one another. They're, they, they just not, they're just not getting along. Like I said, sitting at a 28 approval rating, it, she, she's trying to do something to make her popularity go up like Biden is. But it's sad to say, I didn't think somebody would be less popular than Biden, but she is. So there's a lot of dysfunction going on in the White House right now. And look, I I can understand it's frustrating, folks. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden went into this this presidency thinking we're going to get whatever we want, at least for two years. We got the House, we got the Senate, and we're the presidency. The only thing that might hit them up was the Supreme Court, but that has not really went into any big issues yet. Which there's a lot of big issues coming up, but the Supreme Court has not really stopped anything. You, you can re- in, in reality, they should be thanking the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court did not take up no voting laws or no, no voting lawsuits on the on the case of they they don't have standing. So they they really helped out Kamala Harris and Joe Biden to get into the presidency because they 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 failed to investigate. So even the Supreme Court was kind of in their back pocket. Especially with them saying we're going to exceed the Supreme Court to 13 seats. The nine justices uh the nine judges that are on the Supreme Court right now really don't want it to get exceeded, so they they try to lay low at least for at least 2 years. But like I said, it's very frustrating for these these two individuals because they thought they were better push anything they wanted. And Joe Cinema and uh, Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema has thrown a wrench into their gears. They have stopped a lot of what the Democrats wanted to do. So I can understand and see that. And look, they thought that it was going to be ponied. But they're going to have a pony ride on the media. The media was going to make them look good. The media was going to go ahead and give them free publicity and show everything they're doing good and hide everything that is bad. Which, until this point, CNN has done. Like I said, when I read the article, I was very surprised that CNN did not give Kamala Harris a good light. They might have an agenda behind that, but they did not give Kamala Harris a very good light in that article. Now you have other ones in the media. Um, Fox News reported earlier this week that some news outlets were calling CNN sexist and racist. And it goes back to my first point in the first segment. It's kind of funny how when Democrats don't get their way, that's the thing they go to. In a couple of episodes a while back, I said, look, there's two things that the Democrat Party are holding on to. Coronavirus and the sexist racist uh, card. There's everything that's wrong in this country is either sexist or racist. Remember, Cory Bush said uh, about Kyle Rittenhouse's case that the jury, the judge, and Rittenhouse's defense were racist. So, and, and this is, like I said, this is just, this surprised me because 
CNN racist and sexist? Isn't this the network of uh, Chris Cuomo? Isn't this the network of Don Lemon? It would even shock me more if they would like. If this, let's say if MS, I doubt MSNBC would ever do this, but imagine MSNBC would come out with an article like this, <laughs> and, and and the article they're calling MSNBC racist, which is Joy Reid and um, that other nut that's on there. I can't remember her name. Also, Chuck Todd. I I really don't think these people got a, a college education myself, but anyway. But you get what I'm saying, folks. The, the media don't like how CNN did it. a lot of the left wing media because it puts a it puts a bad light on the Biden and Harris administration. One of the reasons I feel is it bringing a bad light is because of this. In the Trump administration, they try to picture a picture Trump and Pence's administration as dysfunctional. Nobody liked working for him. Nobody went ahead and did anything for them. It was it was it was a bad bad situation in the Trump, but you see in the Biden Harris administrations, everybody's happy. Everybody is is, is hunky dory in the in in the White House. Everything's going smoothly, but this article kind of disproves. Now look, this article is from Fox News, Newsmax. Daily Wire, Daily Caller, something of that nature. A network of that nature, I mean. A conservative-leaning network. The left could have said, well, this is Fox News. This is Daily Caller. This is Daily Wire. This don't mean no, this, this don't mean nothing. But because it came from a left-leaning newspaper, the left cannot deny its content. Like I said, CNN is quoted as sexist and racist. Because they put a bad light on Kamala Harris. I, I think CNN and a lot of news networks, a lot of news media have to face the fact that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden is doing wrong for this country. And they're not pushing the Democrat agenda. So they have to start reporting right. CNN already don't have no credibility, folks. MSNBC don't have no credibility. CBS, all these news networks don't have credibility. So they have to start printing some truths out there. Yes, they don't want to show a bad light on the left side. But ladies and gentlemen, this is this article right here proves that there is dysfunction in the White House. It was a while back. I can't remember who, who what article it was. But it made a quote that some of the Biden aides and the Biden staff have been getting upset at Biden because Biden has been snapping at him a little more than regular. And he, he gets frustrated for any little thing. Now, I've, I haven't heard that from Kamala Harris's side, but Kamala Harris is very frustrated that the president ain't, ain't putting her more in the spotlight. Um, you, 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 can't, you don't see nothing of the vice president. Yes, she's going off to these foreign countries and trying to do diplomats and everything like that. I understand. Look, and look, Pence on, on, on the... On the on that note, Pence 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 did some things, but Pence you didn't hear that much of Pence either. It's the vice president. The vice president is really there in case something happens to the president. 
But but ladies and gentlemen, this this whole this whole presidency, this vice presidency, all, all this all this stuff was, I believe, built on a lie. For a woman to come out and call Joe Biden racist at a presidential debate and then become his vice president, there was an agenda behind that. And ladies and gentlemen, the American people do not want Marxist communistic ideas to be passed in this nation. And that's what Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Joe Biden is not a moderate, folks. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. He ran on that. I'm a moderate. No, you're not. You're as far left as left can go. And Kamala Harris is as well. Like I said, they had plans for Kamala Harris, but you know, I don't know I'm going to say, I think if they, people say God don't have a sense of humor, Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema should prove you wrong. God is using their own people to, to go ahead and, and spoil their plans. But Kamala, but let's go back to Kamala Harris. I don't know what their original plans were for her. I, I, I have an idea. But ladies and gentlemen, 28% approval. And this woman didn't even get a vote in the presidential primaries. If she did, I'm not a, I, don't, I don't even think she hit 1%. Let's just say like she did get some votes. But she, I think she dropped out before the primary even started. America don't like her. And this, this, this puts a very bad light on them. It's showing that they are dysfunctional. It's showing that there isn't that much unity in the Democratic Party. So what can we do? Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Pray for the president. Pray for the vice president. I'm not against that. Lord, lead them in the right way. But that article is reflecting on what America's feeling right now. A president that's sitting at 36% approval rating and a vice president that's sitting at 28%. And they're running around the White House fighting amongst themselves. It's not good for this country. A house divided against itself cannot stand. And we need to pray that, that look, we got, we got three more. We're getting close to three more years of these people still being leaders. God help this nation. If you, if you have not yet, please hit the subscribe button, follow button. Go ahead and tell a friend about a show. Text it out to, to friends. You can watch me on Rumble. You can listen to me on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasting. If you have any questions or concerns, to, uh, message me at thecajunconservative5 at gmail.com or like me on Facebook and message me on there. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So until next week, be blessed, be encouraged. And always remember, Jesus Christ is king. He's coming back. Are you ready to meet him? If not... Message me, CajunConservative5 at gmail.com, and I'll tell you how to find him. Until next week, be blessed and be encouraged. Bye-bye.